to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Davida's lighting a candle right now for ambiance. I'm setting the mood. She's setting the mood for recording, clearing the space. But yeah, let's set our intentions for the day. Let's start drinking. (laughs) Davida opened a truly. She is ready for the evening. We're recording on her episode, me and Davida, after this, so it'll be a fun evening. But yes, yeah, let's set our intentions. Let's have a good day. Let's be positive. Today is your day. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy to be here today, quite literally. And I have someone else who's happy to be here. Hello. It's Luke. Yes, my name is Luke. I just met Kate officially yes. tonight when few, I came in to record. A few minutes ago. I did run into her. Mm-hmm. At what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a nice little preamble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Luke. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Who are you? All right. So I grew up around here. And by around here, I mean the same place Kate grew up. Um, I went to Prospect High School, graduated 2020. Oh, my God. You went to Prospect, too? Yeah. We went to the same high school, too. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I know. Yeah, our influence is really great. You know, we have Glee and us. And that's This podcast. Oh, the podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to put me in the fucking yearbook. You're the new Ryan Murphy. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> anyways, more about myself. Um, now I go to Connecticut College. It's a tiny, tiny little school in mm. New London, Connecticut. Um, I study botany. So, really, everything about me is just that I really love plants. I really love nature. Very outdoorsy. Do a lot of hiking. Amazing. Yeah, that's me. I could tell from your Instagram that you're, like, an outdoorsy person. I love it. Ah, thank you. Okay, so, question, because I went to a very big school. Um, how do you like the small school vibe? Okay, so there's, you know, there's definitely things that aren't great. I'll start out by saying I, there's 2,000 people about where I go to school, so it's really actually small. Um, I do think that people kind of overestimate how small it is because you're not going to know 2,000 people no matter where you go to school. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I've never run out of people or, like, gotten disinterested with meeting the people yeah but there's definitely I mean it's a small town too I get bored sometimes especially my first year starting with COVID (gasps) it wasn't a lot to do at all that's right that's so sad for you guys so it it is so sad for (gasps) us it was horrible no but it was fine I met some really awesome people I love my friends there if anything it made me closer to the people I did meet because Mm. you know you were stuck with them You, you couldn't you couldn't go many places other than like sit in a room and talk yeah so, um but yeah I like my school obviously also the dating pool is really small <gasps> yeah so that's rough that but. would that would that would be hard for me like even now I'm back on tinder mm-hmm. like just fully back on and I'm like oh, and we live in like a decent sized area I know like our, our dating radius is within the third largest city in the U.S. I know, and it's still... <laughs> it's still scarily It's small. still hard. <laughs> I see so many people I know on there, too, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, man. Yeah, I actually graduated in 2020 from college, so I... 
I feel you in the fact that, like, I got closer with my friends that I was already, mm-hmm. like, super close with. It was just, like, a lot of, like, deep convos, and it was it was nice, you know, to finish off a year like that. Yeah. Obviously, I would have preferred not to finish off a year like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the positives of, the as- of, the, of that aspect, you know. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I feel like if we were going to a party every Friday night instead of, you know, for the first month, literally just sitting outside in our hallway talking, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have made as close of friends as quick as I did, at least. Oh, that's but, so nice. Yeah, no, it ended up being fine. Oh, good. Okay, mm-hmm. wait, also, too, I love plants. Okay, I love yeah. plants. Or, like, what's your mm-hmm. go-to house plant that you like to have? Okay, go-to house plant. I love a string of pearls. It's a <gasps> succulent. I, yes. I just, oh, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm also a big fan of air plants and orchids, anything. <gasps> that grows in a tree, an epiphyte, very, very fascinating. It would be hard to pick one, but... I feel like I don't really get air plants a lot that people say they like the best, so mm. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're often forgotten about, probably. Kind yeah, of tiny, are. you know. Yeah, but I love a string of pearls. There's this cafe around where we live called Around Cafe, and they oh, have, yeah. I think they have a string of pearls there in mm-hmm. that cafe. Yeah, that's a really cute place. Yeah, and I really, I really want them. Yeah, I found out about Luke from the Instagram post he made about um, the flag ordinance that was just recently passed in our hometown. Um, Basically, this uh, ordinance was very exclusionary and didn't allow for any sort of uh, flags to be flown, including pride flags and Juneteenth flags. So, yeah, we're not a fan of that. (laughs) Mm -mm. Nope. Yeah, but Luke, did you want to tell us a little bit of background about that ordinance? Yeah, sure. So, the pride flag was officially... The whole thing that kicked off this fiasco. Um, the Pride flag was requested this June for Pride Month. Um, someone sent a request to the Village Board asking it be flown outside of um, Village Hall. And they said no. <laughs> and then they were like, well, we don't have a flag code, so you're going to have to at least vote on it. You can't just ignore it, because I guess they couldn't deny it when there's no flag code. Um, oh. So then they said, okay, well, we'll make a flag code. Um, so, yeah, they, they they claim that it just was happenstance that they decided to make a flag code a week after the pride flag was requested. But mm. um, our hometown hasn't had a flag code since 1887, and it's only the second request for any flag, like, at all in history. The last one was in the 70s. So then they're like, oh, it's because we're afraid of all the flag requests. Which was one. Yeah. Well, it's also, too, yeah, I remember you saying that in your speech at the protest, too. Because, yeah, Luke organized a whole protest. Yeah, that was crazy. That's I don't know. So I didn't awesome. think I'd be doing that this summer, but it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I remember, like, I saw you at the protest and you had this really nice blue suit on, and I was like, I wanted to come up and say hi. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, he just seems like a so. Like, you were very intimidating, and you were busy, you are talking to people, and I'm not going to be like, hey! I was so not intimidating, so, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, it kind of makes me feel good that at least one person has ever said that of me. Oh, good! <laughs> no, but, um, you wouldn't have been intimidated. I probably would have just been super awkward, because I was, like, nervous. And, yeah. But, yeah, I'm happy you waited to talk to me until now. I'm a little bit more calm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, like, nerve-wracking, you know, being on the spot like that. And you, like, spoke at the protest as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of attention. Yeah. A lot of being perceived at no, once. Exactly. As we're, so, we 
got together, everyone met. There were almost 100 people, according to the Tribune. Yeah, I don't no. know really how many, supposedly 100. Um, and we marched to Village Hall, and then we had a press conference there. And on the way there, the press people were kind of, like, following us. Yeah. And a lot of my friends came to the protest to support me and stuff. So, you know, we were going on, like, a 10-minute walk, and I was just talking to them about, like, school and our plans and stuff. <laughs> and then the Tribune lady's, like, right behind me <laughs> writing on a notepad, and I didn't even notice her. Oh, no. And I, immediately I was like, oh, like, oh, God. I already, <laughs> I, I ruined my life. Like, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. No, the Tribune lady came up to me mm-hmm. and asked me some questions. Yeah. And then I got kind of excited. I was like, ooh, I get to be in the paper. And then uh-huh. she didn't put in my quotes. Uh, I know. So many. I made so many good, like, quotes where I was like, why did you take that? I, I know. So, it sounded so powerful and cool. Uh, I know. Well, uh, also, too, like, I literally was like, she was like, so why are you here today? And I was like, well, I'm a lesbian. Uh-huh. And, and I was like, if this article comes out, because I'm not out to my extended family, uh-huh. I was like, this article comes out, I'm just going to send it to them and yeah. just be like, hey. I mean, being in the newspaper for being lesbian is a good way to like rip off the band-aid. Right? Uh-huh. But yeah, but no, it wasn't in the cards for yeah. me. But that's fine. Well, yeah, I thought the protest was like super successful. Mm-hmm. But it was... I mean, the real question now is like, did anyone care that the people that we're trying to convince, I don't know. I hope, you know. I know that whether or not they acknowledge it, they, like, knew it happened, for sure. Oh, yeah. So. I, I think either way, they at least noticed us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Plus with all the colors and stuff. That's yeah. hard to Well, and the, the Cook County Commissioner um, came and spoke, mm-hmm. and there were other board members there, so... Uh, I wish I could be in the like the meeting they had the next day. I oh, want to know, yeah. you know, if it came up. I'm sure it did, but I don't know. So interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things like we won't know about until it happens. So yeah. hopefully there's some. But yeah, I think what a lot of people kind of get focused on with the flag ordinance too, and like I saw in a lot in the comments of your mm-hmm. post is people were like they weren't like just banning pride flags and Juneteenth flags, they were banning all flags. And I think people got really, like, hooked on that. But by prohibiting all flags, it's almost like, you know, not taking a stance is mm-hmm. still a stance. I, yeah, 100% agree. And I use the word, like, apathetic many times. And I think, you know, our community is so white, so upper middle class or yeah. upper class, out of, t- like, out of touch, I think, with, so many things going on it's easy for us to be apathetic um and a, a valid point that was raised was oh you know if there's no flag code anything can fly how are you going to discern between a nazi flag and a pride flag and i guess i don't want to say it's a valid point it was a point that was raised that was yeah. argued many times and to that i say like the job of the village board is to make that decision, and I sure hope they're smart enough to see the difference between that and a lot of the, the board members at the initial meeting were saying, oh, like, it's going to be so much work, we're going to have to spend so much time, and I guess I just feel, personally, I don't think it would be that much work. I think most of the flags are a pretty easy decision. Yeah. But I think, you know, if it's going to be work, it's work that's worth putting in, and... I think it's pretty disappointing to, you know, go to a board meeting and say, this is so important to me. I want you to do something. And then they say, 
oh, like, yeah, it's important too, but it's too much work for us. So yeah. I think saying that there can't be any flags because it's going to be too much work to make a decision, like, you need to find a way to make it happen. And, and there can be, because if the federal government and the state of Illinois and, you know, Crystal Lake and can figure it out, I'm yeah. sure we could. Literally, I think what's, what's interesting, too, about the area we live in, and I've talked about this before, is that, like, I feel like on paper it broadcasts itself as a very liberal area, very, mm-hmm. like, left area. But in practice, it's, you know, they just think that the pride flag is controversial, which is just, like, that sucks. Yeah, and a comment that I also kept seeing coming up was, like, we don't, the pride flag is political. It's it's not. You know, I'm not going to say that most gay people don't, you know, align with a certain political belief. They do. But inherently, there's nothing political at all about saying that you support the LGBT community. Yeah. Like, that doesn't have to be associated with a party or an ideology, and I really don't think it should. And I also honestly don't think it is anymore. I yeah. think it, even generally conservative people, it's like not a crazy belief anymore to support gay people. Yeah, no, I don't. I, th- I agree. I think it's just become a lot more mainstream in the past, like even few years. You mm-hmm. know, like unfortunately, rainbow capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but at least it's be. You know. And even if the it, bare minimum, at least it's becoming accepted. Even if it wasn't mainstream, like, I'm not saying that because it's mainstream it makes it right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying because it's mainstream, it's all the more reason that I don't understand yeah. why there was such a hindrance. Yeah, I just think it, like it, like you said, it just comes back to being complicit and mm-hmm. just being apathetic and, oh, it's too much work. And hearing you say that too kind of reminded me of all of the protests and the activism going on, like, last summer and how... A lot of, you know, people in power, privileged people were like, oh, yeah, we got to do the work. We got to put in the work. And then, like, you know, they read a book and that mm-hmm. was it. Or they, like, you know, reblog something and that yeah, was it. Like, so it, much surface level yeah. activism. And it takes, like, a lot more. You got to, like, actually show consistent actions that you care. You got to, like, put in the work, you know. And uh-huh. some people just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I thought was funny um our, our village of Arlington Heights did a research of minorities where they spent mm. like $30,000 researching, I don't know, gay people, oh, people nice. of color. I don't know exactly what the intentions were. Um, and I was like, you know, you really don't have to research us. Like, we're here. You just have to listen. Yeah. Like, I'm literally here at this meeting talking to you. So don't like, save your money. You don't need to research me anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, we have people coming forward mm-hmm. and being like, hey, yeah. I'm here. And they're like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole thing is just upsetting. It is. I just, Very upsetting. Yeah, I just, like, I saw your post and I was like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just, yeah, it, it definitely riled me up. And then I just kind of felt, like, very defeated, too. And I, and I just kind of felt, like, unwanted, you mm-hmm. know? And I think it's easy to just, like, give up and be like, oh, like, who cares? Like, uh-huh. like whatever. People aren't going to accept me. Whatever. Just, like, I can just leave and go somewhere yeah. else. But, you know, it's easier said than done. And, you know, it takes work, like we've been saying. 
So mm -hmm. what keeps you motivated to, you know, keep working and keep trying? So a lot of people were asking me, like, both who supported me and people who were against me, like, why do you care so much about this? Um, and I went to middle school very close to our village hall when I was growing up here. Mm -hmm. And while middle school is probably horrible for, like, every person that exists, it's also <laughs> extra horrible for closeted gay men. Oh, yeah. um, and... Every day on our like school bus, we would pass on Sigwell Village Hall. So immediately when I heard, even before the pride flag was rejected, when I heard, oh, they're going to raise the pride flag at Village Hall, I was so like overjoyed because I was like, wow, if I could have seen going to school on that like on the school bus before like going to my horrible experience at middle school, seeing the pride flag, maybe like no, it wouldn't have fixed my life, but it would have been really nice, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like luckily everything ended up fine for me. Like I'm a proud gay man. I, everything is fine. Amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> I think like there's still kids going to the middle school I went to that live on the same bus or live in the same area as me that take the same bus as me that pass the same town hall. And like, I want them to be able to see the pride flag because I know it would have made me feel better. And like, mm -hmm. luckily for me now, I can get up and leave, but there's kids here who can't get up and leave. Maybe they feel like they can't even talk to their parents about it. They can't even talk to their schoolmates. And seeing that flag there is like the only little push of support that they get. So yeah, yeah. personal anecdote. And also just in general, like if you can't do it for yourself, it's really motivating to be thinking of the people who unfortunately can't be fighting for this but you can do it for them yeah oh my god that made me just a teeny bit emotional oh. hearing <laughs> you say that because yeah it's just it just it's it's very it's very true it was it was really hard for me as well because you just you hear things you hear things people aren't accepting that's mm -hmm. just how it is you know and it would have been so nice to have seen that too because I didn't even know anything about the LGBTQ community really oh I know I like I remember being in middle school and thinking like oh maybe I'm gay and then being like I don't know any gay people though so yeah. I was like that can't be right yeah I like had, I literally never met a gay person I had I literally never met a like a lesbian mm -hmm. until college yeah which yeah. is so crazy because again like you're saying our community acts like we're so diverse and accepting but when it comes down to it like they got nothing to show for it at yeah. all and literally too like I didn't read any sort of LGBTQ lit when I was mm -hmm. younger or in, in, in school didn't read any African-American lit didn't really read like diverse voices and diverse experiences the only mm -hmm. kind of outlet I had to like find out about other diverse communities was through like the internet Mm -hmm. And even Same, then, which is not a good place to be learning about things, no. especially as a middle schooler. <laughs> no, Tumblr was an interesting place. Yeah. Um, I did learn about the Black Lives Matter movement from Tumblr, though. Okay. So that was kind That's of like nice. A positive thing. Yeah. No, lots of positive things I learned on the internet, but just like there's also, also the just internet. some interesting voices that maybe you didn't need to hear. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just would have been, it would have been so nice to like see the pride flag this mm -hmm. year, especially too. Cause like gay pride, um, the pride parade got pushed back till October mm -hmm. and I've been trying to go for years and uh -huh. like, finally I came out. So I came out as bi in 20, I think 
like 18. Okay. And then I realized I was a lesbian in 20, oh man, 2020. Wow, that's still so new for me. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, and, I, and I've been trying to go and finally now I'm like ready, I'm out, I'm like all in it. Mm-hmm. And like COVID, we can't go. So yeah. it would have been so nice to just see like a little flag. Just a taste of something, yeah. <laughs> right? Just a little, like, something. I mean, I do go to Boys Town pretty frequently now, so that's, uh-huh. like, a nice, like, breath of fresh air. Yeah. And it, like, I don't know, it was so crazy, too, going to Boys Town for the first time and seeing, like, literally the flag everywhere and, like, the rainbows on mm-hmm. the sidewalk. It's always, like, pride pride parade there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, really nice. to yourself. Okay. So, question for you, Luke. Mm-hmm. Have you always been interested in local politics? So... In general, I've always kind of been into politics, and generally, like, I feel like everyone's first exposure to politics is, like, national stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. not, unfortunately, not local, which I think is something interesting. Um, I was, there's a quote that says, um, think globally, act locally. Mm -hmm. I'm sure many people have heard it before, but that's really what, like, made me think about why it's important to do stuff like this it's easy to be like oh people have it better somewhere else people have it worse somewhere else and just I do think that makes us complacent and there's always going to be somewhere in the world worse than here and always somewhere better than here but that doesn't mean we shouldn't change anything yeah so that's really what got me thinking about local politics um and then in my senior year of high school I got involved with League of Women Voters Mm. our local chapter is a few of the northwest suburbs, but there's League of Women, and I met some people there who kind of connected me with how I can have a voice politically and how I can start getting involved, and um, I actually started with environmental stuff, because mm. um, I'm a botany major, I do a lot of, I work for the forest preserves, um, so I got started like giving lecture a lecture on environmental issues for, oh, cool. yeah, going on in the community. And then just so happened that this pride flag was happening. And, um, Heidi Graham, she's the president of our local league of women voters. Um, she knew I was gay and that I cared about stuff. So <laughs> when this came up, she asked me to speak at, um, the, the village meeting. And then, you know, I didn't like having no's an answer. So, <laughs> One thing followed the other. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Heidi seemed like a really cool person. Yeah, she's a great leader. She's really good at, you know, bringing out the best in people and seeing opportunities. So for people who are listening that live around here, I definitely am giving a little pitch to reach out, look at the League of Women Voters website. It doesn't care if you're interested in LGBT issues, environmental issues. I mean, you know, gun violence and prison reform. Really, they have a branch and a person interested in everything and they can find you a way to get involved. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also too, something Heidi said really stuck with me. I think at the protest, um, some people were getting really centralized on um, the pride flag and I, and Heidi like brought it back and was like, it's, I, yeah, I like cohesive too. Yeah. But it's it. interesting um, to note that in all of the news articles covering this protest, um, gave, extensive and you could a lot of people are like oh well you organized it but they also gave extensive quote time to me mm-hmm. the commissioner and Heidi all three of us are white and the one black speaker was omitted from basically every article mm. which yeah I don't know it's disappointing and you want to hope that it's coincidental but it's not because yeah. there was a lot of coverage there was 
like TV news, art news articles. So disappointment. But. Yeah. Well, even if it wasn't intentional, it's like it's still like the the privilege thing, mm-hmm. you know, or just mm-hmm. like the systems of power thing. It just it's a thing that's learned over time, and you just you know. Yeah, and I was thinking like, what if he was. He wasn't gay. He was straight. He was talking on the Juneteenth flag mm-hmm. only. Well, and he was in support of the pride flag too. Yeah. But I was thinking, what if that was a black gay man? Mm-hmm. And like, it was so easy for me to get hurt as a white gay man. It still sucks this happened to me, but people cared. If it was a black gay man, would they have cared the same level? I know to some extent, no. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also too, like... Um, kind of bring back to what I said earlier too about like not really reading diverse voices in school. Mm-hmm. I actually did a project um, my sophomore year of college about prospects lack of representation and yeah. their um, literature requirements. And I reached out to some of my old teachers, some of which who didn't respond at all, which I thought was interesting. And then one of them got kind of defensive with me. And this was in like 2017, so I don't think intersectionality was as mm, well known. Maybe they were taken by surprise a little bit more oh, than yeah. they would now. Well, yeah. they said this person, I won't I won't say their name, but they said that they didn't believe in intersectionality, mm-hmm. and then they instead of um, answering my questions about the lack of black lit, mm-hmm. they went to a place of comfortability and said, well, oh, like I don't have this, but I have LGBTQ books I tell kids to read, and I have this I tell people to read, and and then, too, I, I talked about how Prospect just kind of preaches diversity, even though, like, it's not a diverse school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I have, you know, I have, like, gay kids in my class, and I have, I have mixed kids. Oh, and I was like, you know. Not the gay front argument. Right? Come and on. I was like, and I did research. There's really, it's like, I, it could be different now. I, I don't know the mm-hmm. stats off the top of my head. But it's like, yeah, it's like 80% white. Mm-hmm. You know, or yeah. like ninety percent white. I'd no, and it would be you know it would be great if they read like I'm trying to think of a very white queer like Love Simon if they read that. That's what I'm thinking of. It's Love like Simon's a whitewashed. Good. I don't know. Oh like, yeah, no Love not, Simon's a good one. Which which up. it's a it's a fine book and like maybe it would bring some perspective to people, but you can't check like every minority off your list because they read about like yeah. A guy who's just like them. Yeah. You know. Well, did you, did you see the movie by chance? Yes. Okay. Literally too. So if you guys know Love, Simon, it's basically this um, kid in high school who's closeted. Mm -hmm. And he's, besides sexuality, he's got every other privilege box checked. Yeah. Which which is fine. Which is fine. But it wasn't the like, (laughs) the, the glimpse into minority. There's more voices heard, but... Yeah, I just thought that was interesting to bring up the how everyone just kept reverting back to the pride flag thing. And that's mm-hmm. obviously so important and something we specifically care about, but you know. Yeah, and I guess I guess the pride flag has gotten more like you've talked about rental capitalism and all of that stuff. Like it's much more instantly recognizable. Mm-hmm. But I do think the Juneteenth flag, I mean, we live in a generally educated area where like yeah. people have seen that like it, it flew at yeah. the federal level so i feel like people would know oh yes okay i remember now so you kind of mentioned already so league of women voters Mm -hmm. but how else can people get involved in local politics or just in general Mm -hmm. get involved and stuff okay well one thing is like literally just 
show up to things. I mean, you every ta- every week there's village meetings. Mm-hmm. We live in a village, but wherever you are, there you ha- they have to let you in. They have to listen to you. Um, you don't even have to speak. I think it's such a good experience just for anyone. You know, even if all they talk about is building permits, it's such a good experience to go sit in a village meeting and just see the people that are representing you. Mm. Even if they're not talking about something that you specifically care about, you can like glean a lot of information from seeing how these people respond. And obviously, like voting, I know it's such a base level thing, <laughs> but when we're talking about local elections, like the the trustees that made this rule, I mean, had horrible voter turnout. Yeah. Like, if every gay person, and there's not a lot of gay people, if every gay person really mobilized before the last election and, you know, figured out that they weren't in support of the pride flag, which we never, we couldn't have read the future, but you could have interviewed them about their opinions on LGBT issues. Like, if every gay person mobilized and really cared and thought as much about our village board as they did national stuff, I think that, you know, it could have made a difference. And unfortunately, I don't think we use our voice as much on a local level. And that comes down to the base level of voting, too. Yeah. Um, And then I guess something else that I've been trying to practice a lot, being involved in local politics, is just, like, practicing listening. Um, We already talked about this, but I'm gay, but I'm white, I'm male. I grew up with privilege, live in a nice area, had a good public education. I think I, even in the past, you know, two years, like many people have, I think, luckily, but I've become a lot more aware of that and how I am disconnected from the experiences of so many people. And I think that getting involved doesn't necessarily mean talking to a politician. It can mean talking to just someone who isn't like you and who might have a totally different experience living where you are because they're not white or they're not, you know, middle class or whatever the identifier is, but something that I've been trying to practice a lot, even as I've been getting involved with this specific issue, is listening to other people. And I think that's so easy. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, that last one specifically, too. Um, I, I also feel very similar. I've had, like, a very privileged upbringing for the most part. Um, and exercise we did because the same people in class kept talking during our class discussions. Mm -hmm. And I went after class and I talked to our professor about it because it was just kind of upsetting because I felt like I was always talking and like not many other people were Mm -hmm. just because of not reading the material or or whatever. But then too, like she was saying, if you think about it too, like a classroom is like a political space. The same people are going to talk mostly privileged. A lot of Mm -hmm. white people talk in class spaces. Um, you know, a lot of able-bodied people, um, you know, straight people, a lot of privileged people take up more space and conversations Mm -hmm. and, and dialogue, even on social media. You know, I think with TikTok, a lot of black creators have talked about how their stuff doesn't get pulled up on the for you page. And that's, you know, racist. So I think even when you're in a space like a classroom, it's important to listen to other voices and also listen to yourself and how much vocal space you're taking up. I feel like I'm more conscious of it now instead mm-hmm. of obviously our voices are important, but the voices of others are important too. So mm-hmm. yeah, just talk to someone who's different than you, see what's up with them and yeah, get involved in, in local politics. Cause that directly affects your life, yeah. you know? And more than 
likely people like who are different than you are would be so pleased that you care you know it's not yeah. it doesn't have to be awkward it doesn't have to be formal just yeah it's easy when I came out as a lesbian on my Instagram story, I had a lot of people who were, like, very, very nice to me about yeah. it. And it was just nice to be like, oh, yeah, someone acknowledges me. And even yeah. this podcast, like, having people tell me, like, oh, I listen and, like, I love it. Like, that just, that means a lot to know that I'm acknowledged and, like, you know, that someone might not relate to me personally, but they can listen to my content and, like, appreciate it or connect with it or, you know, use it in their own life in some yeah. way. So, yeah. Completely agree. Okay, so now we gotta get to the fun part. Yeah, I'm very excited. Okay, okay, okay. So, if you're a frequent listener, you know this. Every time I have a new guest, I try and guess their astrology sign. And I'm so bad at it. I'm so terrible. Every time, I usually do it wrong, or I, like, kind of guess it. And Davida's really good at it, and she thinks she knows what Luke is. And it's already annoying me. And she's a Virgo, so she, you know think she knows uh-huh. but anyways okay are we doing like sun moon and rising yeah we're okay, gonna do that's... we're gonna do the whole thing right are we Should hi we? guys davida's here again <laughs> hi hi okay. listeners okay who's Should... happy to be here <laughs> <laughs> okay not me we okay anyway <laughs> oh we'll get to what? that on your show okay <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm happy to be here it's fine okay we'll just do we'll just do sun sign we'll maybe okay. sun and rising Sun and rising. We, we do, do sun and rising. Mm-hmm. Sun's harder to guess. Okay. Oh, I almost want to say Libra, just because you give me good energy, but Libra men can be, like, also very awful. And yeah, you're not, that, and you're not okay. awful. I'll give you a hint. I'm not a Libra man. Okay. And I agree with you. Wow. He, he just Oh, said, you do agree with me with Libra men. Uh-huh. Nah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, but, like, do you agree that just men in general suck? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Period. No, that's all I care about. Okay. Okay. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, okay, either Taurus, Sagittarius. Are we doing, like, the top three, like, guesses? Yeah, we're okay. going to do top okay. three guesses. So my, my top three guesses so far, Taurus, Sagittarius. I almost want to say, like, Aquarius for some reason. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm bad at this. Okay, I'm going to laugh if he's an Aquarius. <laughs> okay, all right, Dwee, now your turn to guess. My first one was Leo. Okay. Really? Really? Leo? I mean, kind of, yeah. My first one was Leo. And then I would probably go Gemini. <gasps> Interesting. Gemini. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I don't like the interest. Oh. oh. No, I just. I, Interesting. Gemini. I like them. But then, I don't. Yeah. You like, like Gemini's? <gasps> that reveals things, too. Does it? <laughs> you like Gemini's? He might be an air sign. Okay, what do you. What's your, what's your last <laughs> I'm guess? I'm over here, like, hmm. Hmm, my last guess, just because I love Tauruses. Oh. Okay, so okay. I'm really happy you both said Taurus. I'm not. I'm My moon sign is Taurus. Oh. But that is something, that's why I kept trying to say we should guess moon sign. Oh. Because I, like, identify with that the most. Really? I'm pretty, yes. I'm pretty like, big stubborn. Taurus energy. Mm-hmm. I'm so sentimental. Really? Like, yeah, so sentimental. Oh. I can, like, not throw away, like... Oh, garbage insane. because I feel not because I want it I just get like emotionally attached to everything um but my sun sign is Virgo ah, you're a Virgo I know I know you're a Virgo I, I don't I don't think most people would see it when's well, your birthday September 7th mm-hmm. with three days apart oh cute that's so cute you're a Virgo 
Yeah. Oh my god, Virgo? my my dad's a Virgo, and I ugh, I love my dad so much, but oh my god, he's such a Virgo man. Okay, that makes sense that you're Taurus. Yeah, the moon Taurus, sign is Taurus. Moon. And then I'm a rising Aries, which I I don't know. I, I kind of like I like that trio for me. I hate Aries. I don't know if I identify with those two as much. Davida, as Taurus. you hate Aries. Yes. Who's an Aries that we don't like? Oh, okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Anyways. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I feel like you do give me very big Taurus energy. I feel like I get along really actually I know. I get along really mm-hmm. well with Tauruses, so you just give me the vibes. Yeah. You? Man, you like Geminis? Yeah. I don't know. I think <sighs> they're kinda like you know, shit on the most, but Yeah. There's a reason for that, bestie. I wait, what are you again? Okay. Oh, okay. I'm a Libra son. Okay, because you know I yeah, I really don't like Men. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't is, is there really a difference between males and females? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but... listen though. As a lesbian, mm-hmm. women can be just as bad. Yeah. If not worse. Well, my, my grandma's my best friend and she's oh. a Libra. But then I, I don't so like cute. Libra men. No, a, I don't either. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend was a Libra man. And then also, I have, I have some other people in my life that are Libra men who... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't... Okay, so what's your favorite sign, then, to associate with? I mean, I really like Taurus. I know that's... that's, Like other Tauruses? uh Uh-huh. That's why she said I'm a Leo, probably. Oh, Um, that's interesting. mm Mm-hmm. I like people who are, like, can provide me stability. Yeah. Okay. And then, I don't know. Okay, listen to this, though. Aquarius and Pisces I like. I do like creative types. Mm. Because I'm not creative at all. That's like an really? opposites attract thing. Yeah. I think you have creative vibes. And Bonnie. I feel like Bonnie. I appreciate like... the creative. I want to have creative vibes so bad. <laughs> yeah. That's... Maybe it's like the fun shirt. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me now. Anyways, but yeah, that's so fun. So what's your least favorite sign? <laughs> okay. I don't, you know. It's okay. We can, we can say it. I need, I, I came in wanting to say Libra. But <gasps> no, I know, but I know you're a Libra. I like you. Your grandma's a Libra. My grandma's a Libra, too. You cannot like I can't just, like... Okay, what don't you like about Libras? Other than us. It's honestly personal experience. (gasps) With Libra men? Yeah. Mm. Well, and just... And some women. There are some Libra women who are And then there's some signs where, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit, like, unsure of the genre. Like, Capricorn? Oh, yeah. Davida hates Capricorn men. She literally just, like, seethed in anger. I just... They don't give me anything Capricorn men are very like focused on money and can be very selfish Mm, Capricorns in in general are interesting like my friend I have a bunch of people in my life named Mm -hmm. Emily my friend Emily who I work with um who she might even listen to this I told her you're Uh gonna be on my show and she was excited she also came to the protest with me but anyways Uh, tell her thanks um she listens thank you (laughs) (laughs) she's a Capricorn but she is right on the cusp of Sagittarius and Capricorn and she identifies more with like Sagittarius so I feel Mm -hmm. like too if you're on the cusp it depends but yeah I don't know Gemini's is like a rough one for me and then I don't know I'm trying to think of what else mainly just Libra men just men in general can be Mm -hmm. an interesting experience for me oh Pisces men are also icky just all men just all men yeah you could go down the list and pick out things you don't like I really could men for everything yeah that's quite true. But most Libra women I get along with. I think it's just because I'm a Libra. Yeah. And I get along with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Libra vibes. 
But yeah. Luke, it was so lovely to have you on the show. Thank you. It was so fun to come and talk oh, and so meet fun. you. I even know. Even though I feel like we've known each other for a while now. Because you've listened to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. No, I also have to say it was so fun listening to her work stories because the Starbucks that she works at is like where I would torment the community as a middle schooler. Oh my god. Um, are they still bad? Are these, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to migrate en masse with, would with you middle get, schoolers. Would you get the frappuccinos? Well, okay, here's the thing. Back in the day, on the secret menu, I would get the fruit roll-up refresher. What the hell I'm is not that? even sure you're aware. I don't so, even know what that is. Back when there were Valencia orange refreshers, you could get it with strawberry juice instead of water. And it was such a treat. Yeah. I remember trying the Valencia orange mm-hmm. refresher when I was in like middle school too. I, oh. I was so sad when they got rid of it. I literally emailed the like Starbucks <laughs> customer support and I was like, I was also in eighth grade. So, like, <laughs> Starting out that activism young. Yeah. yeah, guys, it was always there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, no, they they still kind of flock to us. Well, now we have these like heinous frappuccinos that take like 20 steps to make and mm-hmm. have all these toppings that get everywhere and they're all over me, but yeah. it's fine. Um, I don't I don't work at that store anymore specifically um, just because Congratulations. of Congratulations. Thanks. But no, listen to this though. Um, I'm literally working at another Starbucks in like a month of oh, school. you transferred. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, it'll be fine though. Not not as many frappuccinos will be made. Most uh-huh. of the time, it's just like like caramel macchiatos. Everyone in college gets iced caramel macchiatos. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah. So I ask everyone. So I'm gonna ask you. Uh, why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life, in this moment, it's really up for you okay. to interpret. I'll do both. So, <gasps> okay. Well, I kind of gave my hint away. I'm happy to be here because it was so nice meeting Kate and had a fun time talking oh good i love it and i'm a big fan of the podcast now so i also got a new thing to listen to oh thanks um, luke and then in life you know i'm happy to be here because i'm starting second year of college first relatively normal year of college amazing i got i just bought a car my first yeah that was scary that's great congratulations yeah, not no more negativity in this but buying a car was horrible um but it was i'm really excited to go to college with a car be able to where I want grocery shop yeah I'm just very excited for this upcoming year and life in general amazing me too I'm going to school too but that's great I I love that well thank you so much for coming on this was fun and Mm -hmm. yeah thank you so much for having me